Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, Susan, and welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm so honored to have you with me today. And audience, I'm going to tell you Susan in. So sit down, relax, and put in your earbuds, grab a glass of wine, and let's go on this journey with me and Susan. Susan Gold is an author, consultant, and coach. After leaving a chaotic and challenging upbringing, she ultimately made her way to NYC, that's New York City, y'all, to become known for matching celebrities to brands. Along the way, she chose to face the remnants of the past, which were addiction, clinical depression, and narcissistic abuse. Her book, Toxic Family, Transforming Childhood Trauma into Adult Freedom, is the trajectory of her personal and professional journey. So listen to me. Are you struggling with any trauma that you may not know of? Because sometimes we as individuals can mask trauma because we don't want to deal with things because of how it may make us feel mood-wise, how it may make us look, how it may make us feel, all of that jazz. But I'm here with Susan to unpack that so we can get you to go from surviving to thriving and kicking trauma in the butt. B-U-T-T. So Susan, you and I are going to dive into this powerful segment today. But before we do, I want to give the audience a chance to get to know you a little bit more. So there are two options here. We could either do a rapid fire 10 question game, emphasis on rapid, or an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for? Oh, I so want the rapid fire. I'm such a game girl. Yeah, shoot, shoot at me, Genesis. Go. Here we go, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Susan and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Susan, question number one What is one word to describe you? Crazy. Question two What's your happy place? My sauna. Question three. If you could trade places with anyone for 24 to 72 hours, would you trade places or remain yourself? I actually remain myself. Question four. Would you rather a dream car or dream home or hell? Let's go big and have both. (laughs) Well, I have both actually. So, Okay. Question five. What is your dream car? And what is your dream home? Uh, My dream car is my miraculous angel. She's a Tesla Model Y. And my dream home is on the prairie in Montana. And it's very modern. And it's not something that I thought I was going to think was my dream home. But it actually is. Nice. Question six. You get three random acts of kindness per day for you to do to someone else. What are your three for today? My three for today, random acts of kindness, pick up yes. coffee for the guy that's in front of me at the drive-thru, 
Um, let's see, uh, second act of kindness, just open the wallet and pull out whatever is in there and give it to the gentleman at the end of the ramp. And the third random act of kindness is to give a doggy a biscuit that doesn't ex expect one. Oh, I like that. So y'all, she's feeding for the gentleman and the doggies today. <laughs> Question seven. What's your favorite color? Blue. Oh, yes. Mine too. Question eight. If you can go anywhere in the world and money was no option, where where would you be headed? Budapest, Hungary. Okay. Question nine. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be? Harriet Tubman. Okay. And why? because she fascinates me. She was braver than brave and she's my hero. She's she's an authentic woman. Love it. And question 10, it is our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you could ask me any question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rubbing fire. So are we passing or playing? We're playing. I'm always up for the play. Okie dokie. Cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching. You just won the lottery. However, to get all of your proceeds released to you, you must first donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you contributing to? Uh, three no-kill animal shelters. Love it. And that concludes Rapid Fire, y'all. I hope you learned a little bit more about who Susan is. Because it's so important that we connect with people, not just on the surface level, but we actually deep dive with the individuals because people are more than what the eye may see. So keep that in mind whenever you are entertaining or engaging a conversation with someone that you come in con connection with today, tomorrow, this week, and this year and further on. So Susan, we're going to dive into your book. So this book, I'm sure... You probably had some hard things to write in it, but there was probably some moments of joy, sadness, and all that jazz. Toxic family, transforming childhood trauma into adult freedom. Let's unpack the name first here. So if you have the book near you, I want you to hold up the book if you can. If not, let's just talk through the name first. Well, I have it, but I have to walk across the room and I don't want to leave your listeners for one moment. So let's just talk it through. Okay. Why the name Toxic Family? It wasn't my name, Genesis. It was my publisher's title. And I thought, oh boy, you're getting all Jerry Springer on me because my original title was Magical Illumination. That's what I feel like it's really been. And I didn't want to throw my family under the bus. I love them and I'm grateful for the roles that each of them played. Um, and I really have had a miraculous chance of soul evolution as a result of being a part of that family. I like that. And I like the fact that you said that you did not want to throw your family un under the bus. But one thing I do like is the fact that you were willing to listen to your um, publisher and you changed the name from Magical Illusion, right? Magical Illumination to Toxic Family. 
Okay, magical illumination to toxic family. That is a big shift. So what was wrong with magical illumination? Because if you see that and you hear it, you probably could go on a journey of like, what is that about? But then toxic family, on the other hand, it's like, okay, toxic, family, drama, whatever. So help us decipher why the switch. Well, the people that probably need this book the most may not relate to magical illumination because it took me decades to get to the place where I felt like this was magical illumination and a lot of forgiveness. Mm, okay. I see where you're going now. And with trauma definitely comes forgiveness, not just for the other person, but also for yourself in order for you to be free and move on. So now I could see why it says adult freedom, because sometimes whenever we go through trauma, whether it's in childhood, we carry that into our adulthood, not realizing that we still have remnants from some of the past hurt, pain, and suffering that we endured as a child, not realizing we're no longer a child, we're an adult. So why are we holding on to those things? And if you don't forgive that person, then how can you truly heal? Would you agree with that statement? I completely agree, Genesis. You're wiser than your years. But sometimes it's difficult to drop that sack of trash that we're carrying, all that guilt, all that shame, all that rage, all that victimization, all the abuse. But then you realize, yeah, you're eating the rat poison and you're expecting that other person to suffer that, the effect. It's, it's a lot easier just to drop the bag and step away and see the beauty in the experience. That underside of the rock is an all mossy dirt. It, it can have many flecks of precious metals gleaming. So let's dive a little bit deeper there. An audience, be prepared to dive in and get out a pen, a piece of paper, your phone or et cetera, and let's do an exercise here. So whenever you came to the point where you were ready to pen this book, Susan, what type of exercises did you do to help get the writing flowing? So it was brutal. I was a television producer and a bit like a bulldozer. I sat at my computer for 15 minutes a day, whether I had something to write or not. And that's how I got the first pass. But I didn't feel really connected with the material. And a very wise mentor said, why don't you take another pass at that from little Susie's point of view, that inner child inside your heart that's walked through all of this. And so I did, and that's when the book took on a new form for me, and that's when I saw the beauty in my journey, and that's when I saw the soul evolution. Mm, okay, so whenever you took a step back and you started to see things from the eyes of little Susie, going back to those moments the time, the place, and et cetera, what emotions were brought up during that time? I really think that's such an insightful question. And now I know why you have 790 plus podcast episodes under your belt when podcasts usually only last six. 
You have so much wisdom, Genesis. So thank you for that. I didn't really want to go back because I felt like those carefully constructed compartments might reopen again. And there were moments that were really tender and vulnerable. There were some memories that came back that I did not have access to earlier. Um, and there were moments that I realized my power, my strength, and my triumph, which was so beautiful to embrace. And so the brocade grew more beautiful and intricate in its design and the puzzle pieces fit together more and more perfectly. Mm, I needed to dive deep here and you're going to understand why. Are you listening y'all? Because in order to put the puzzle pieces together and to have clarity and focus, there came that point where you went through the transition. You transitioned from adult Susan to little Susie, but within that transitioning came transformation. And during that transformation, you had that second pass of the book and the second pass of the book spoke to you. And now you're connecting little Susie to adult Susie to help others. Yes, I'm talking to you audience, get freedom. Are you, are you tracking with me? You, again, are like, you're so understated, Genesis. You come on so sweet and demure and you're a powerhouse. And that's exactly what's played out. And I've had a very successful career and I've had great opportunities, but this is my mission and this is my purpose. And this is why I'm here to help others step out of the matrix and really walk through the trauma to transform it to beauty. Yes, y'all, you can't have beauty without ashes. You can't have sunshine without the storm. You can't have heaven without hell. So with this transition and transformation, Susie, is now Susan and Susan is walking us through. They were never separated. Susie is still Susan and Susan is still Susie, but it's in different parts and compartmentalized. But now she can encompass who she is by knowing her purpose, her mission, her drive, and her why. So I ask you, what is your mission, your purpose, your drive, and your why? Is there some trauma inside of you that you need to conjure up in order for you to be free as an adult so you can live life according to how it was designed for you to live it, not anyone else? So Susan, follow me here as we dive a little bit deeper. You worked with celebrities. You matched them up. You did all this incredible, all these incredible things. You've had the accolades, but sometimes people may not have known that Susie inside of Susan was dealing with clinical depression, addiction, trauma, and et cetera. So how did you hold yourself as a woman with amazing stature to get things done and build your career, not realizing that there were things going on internally that you had to mask in order to show up externally? That started very early on in my childhood. There was a no talk rule outside the home and everything looked 
bright and shiny. I have high school friends that are just learning now about what was happening and they're all shocked. My college boyfriend, I never knew, Susan. You never shared this. I had no idea. We were really good at playing a role, at least I was, and stepping up. And I had so many goals. I was so driven, almost to a fault, to step up and play that role. And I was also very lucky because I was willing to follow direction when I needed to most. So when it was recommended, I not drink in treatment and I didn't drink in treatment and I learned about my addiction and I've stayed clean and sober ever since. It's been decades. I was four and a half years clean. I was in the middle of two parties in a business deal that echoed me being in the middle of my parents in abusive fights. And I went into suicidal depression and my friend said, Susan, you need help. We're going to send you to a treatment center for you to learn how to deal with your depression. And I said, okay. And I stood up to it. And for 10 years off and on, I used the tools that I had to use in order to make friends with clinical depression and walk through it. And then I could help others with it. When I had narcissistic abuse in my marriage and my husband's mask fell, I stood up to it, even though I didn't want my family to break apart. And I knew my marriage was past the expiration date, but I said, no more, I need to step up. And that's when I really learned who I am as an individual and my power. Mm. Wow, that was a lot in with you sharing that, I heard boldness. I heard courage. I heard it's okay to not be okay. I heard saluting yourself. I've heard self-love. I've heard self-actualization. I've heard trying to keep everything together when you know it's falling apart. But I also heard there that you were putting you first because how good can Susan be for everyone else and anyone else if you don't take control of you? So I commend you. I salute you. I see you. I hear you. And I resonate with that because how many people do you know that may be living or walking through something that you went through, but they don't have the courage and the boldness to step out or to speak up and they wallow in the pain. They wallow in the narcissistic abuse. They wallow in trauma because they want everything to be prim, perfect, and pretty like perfect Patty. But there is no perfect Patty if you can't be whole to you. Your words are so powerful. And I know they're that powerful because you've lived through them. You've walked through them and you've stepped up and made friends with it. And I really encourage your listeners to do the same. Use us as your examples. Use us for strength. You can do it too. Yes. And I want to talk about when you said you listen to yourself. I know you connect with spirituality, whatever you believe in. For those of you listening that may be a little nosy, I do believe in God and I do believe in, you know, discernment and connecting with my inner self and also listening to that still small voice. 
to get me on the path whenever I, Genesis, feel like my flesh wants to do something else. And it may be hard, but I'm human and I'm a whip without the H, y'all. Work in progress. So Susan, how was spirituality there for you in the midst when you felt like you needed to get down on bending knees? That started early too. I used to talk to the angels and wish myself up on the clouds and away from my home as a little one. Um, and I had a brief derail when I was, you know, using alcohol and um, before I got clean. But once I got clean, I was I was back on the spiritual path with focus and determination. I think that's one of the gifts that I received in recovering from alcoholism. So a higher power became very important and I explored many modalities and still do. Um, silent meditation became important. Initially, I had a very formal practice. I've been on week-long silent meditation retreats, but I don't need to do that anymore, but I do need to sit in quietude and just silence my, my inner being as best I can. That doesn't mean that this head empties of thoughts or I wouldn't be a human being, but it certainly has brought me clarity and peace. Yes, I love that. And audience, each one of you are going to have your own way of connecting, whether you believe in the universe, whether you believe in Allah, Buddha, God, whoever your spiritual being is, there is a journey that you have to take when it comes to spirituality in order for you to be in solitude with yourself as a human being, but also in solitude with the one that you believe in and how you choose to practice and exercise your spirituality. Each one of us has a gift to choose. And I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to do life with you. So know that. So Susan, you have accomplished so much in your in your life. And I would be remiss if I say this and not remiss if I don't. So I want to tell you, I want to give you your flowers while you can see them blooming metaphorically because so many times we as women we like to look at other women and we compare or we like to pass judgment, not understanding that that woman, even though she may be on a different pedestal, pedestal or a different playing field, she still went through some things that we may not be privy to, whether she wants to share or not. And who are we to judge? And so I want to stand in solidarity with you to let you know this is not going to be a one-stop conversation we are here to make an imprint, but also to drive an impact for future generations to come. And we do that by partnering and being our authentic selves and sharing our truths, whether they're easy to share or whether they're hard to share. But by connecting with both of them, we're helping someone and we may never know how we help someone else because they may never verbally tell us or they may never visually share it. But know that what you're doing does not go unnoticed and it's not in vain. Whether you sell one copy of your book or a million copies of the book, whether you connect with the gentlemen or the women out there, you have done your part. And I want to thank you for that. And thank you, Genesis, for this beautiful platform and your ability as an intuitive and an empath to see so clearly and beautiful and bring such love to our hearts. 
Thank you. My pleasure. And I'm going to throw you an audible now because we've had a meat packing conversation and y'all, I love to eat. So I always equate things to food. Is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you would love to share with the audience to help them on their journey? The only thing that I want to share is just if you have any curiosity, go to susangold.us. Everything is there. Susangold.us. Only if you have the curiosity and you feel drawn. And thank you for the privilege of your time and your listen. Yes, that's amazing. And now I want to kind of do something that I normally don't do, Susan, but I want to give the audience some homework. I don't always do it, but I feel like in order to help them move past certain trauma, they need to be willing to put in the work in order to help unpack some of the things. So what assignment would you give them today to help them begin a introductory exploratory exercise to kind of see what trauma is inside of them, how to bring it out, connect with it, and then work to move past it? It's really simple. I'd have them take a deep breath in and then let it go out. Take your hand, any hand, right or left, doesn't matter. Find your heart, really find your heart and feel that heart space. Feel all it's been through. Feel the magic underneath the layers there and say, I love you. I love you. And repeat that until you feel complete. Magic is coming your way. Beautiful. And on that note, Susan, I want you to tell the audience how they can connect with you. Besides SusanGold.us, are you on any social media outlets? I am, but I'm going to make it really easy. Just go to SusanGold.us because it's all there. And you can even email me directly. I love it. And there you have it, audience. Susan Gold. Make sure you grab a copy of her book. Once again, the name is Toxic Family, Transforming Childhood Trauma into Adult Freedom. And she can be reached by going to susangold.us. For those of you that are interested in supporting the mission and movement of GEMS Podcast, where I bring on content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while leaving in D-E-I-M-B, please Connect with me to learn more info. And I'm also looking for brand sponsors and listener supporters. It is paid sponsorship because it does take resources to fuel what's going on on this platform. You could also find us on all audio platforms by typing GEMS with Genesis and Mars Kemp. And the video for this segment will be housed on YouTube. Just type GEMS with Genesis and Mars Kemp. And until the next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Remember, you are awesome. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are courageous. You are love. You are amazingly awesome. You are uniquely you for such a time as this. So don't let anybody else project onto you 
what they think you should be. Know who you are and don't fall victim to what the world wants you to be. You got this. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.